The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome to the Disability Law Show here in uh, Toronto. Of course, our affiliate friends in Vancouver as well in CKNW. Welcome back to the show. Lots of talk here and lots of things to cover on the show today, including three reasons for hiring our firm to help you fight your long-term disability insurer. Do not want to miss that. We'll get to a slew of emails as well. That is help at disability rights. And the website, by the way, is disabilityrights.ca. So uh, there you go. Lots of stuff to get through. And, Savannah, we have another guest from the firm, the very capable, and cool albert is joining us on the show today i know he's got stuff to talk about so we'll get to all of it but first uh, we always start with the uh, the week that was and an article you were we were just discussing before we uh, we came on air what's that all about absolutely john another great week and and you're right uh, you know this is now airing uh, in vancouver and of course we have offices uh, in ontario and in british columbia in vancouver where we help people in both provinces deal with employment matters if they've been let go from their jobs as well as with disability matters this is what albert and i do each and every day and the rest of our team we help people who ha- who are who've been denied long-term disability uh, by their insurance companies or who have been cut off or are told that their benefits will be cut off we help them uh, we educate them we tell them what their rights are and many times in fact this is what we do every day we force insurance companies to pay individuals out there who are disabled uh, what they are owed and this is absolutely crucial and so albert he's uh, he he is a lawyer in my firm he's uh, a very good guy very smart guy you're going to hear from him for the first time he does a lot of work in bc and ontario uh, as it relates to disability claims now, John, you mentioned this article that uh, I was going to mention. Earlier this week, this past week, there was an article in the Toronto Star uh, which was very concerning, not surprising, but concerning. And, uh, you know, the title of it was The Life and Death COVID-19 Curve No One is Talking right. About. And, and it starts off by saying that as Canada works to flatten the coronavirus curve, the combination of anxiety, economic insecurity and isolation has mental health experts concerned that suicide rates in the country could be headed in the opposite direction. And there was a recent study uh, at the University of Toronto by a psychiatry professor there uh, who basically projected suicide rates to increase by almost 30% uh, of the national average and that's because of the psychological impact and ramifications of the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, social uh, isolation, social distancing, etc. Now why is this relevant here? It's relevant because we are seeing more and more individuals who are applying for short-term and long-term disability because they have that kind of coverage either because they purchase it privately, they have private disability insurance or through work. You know, as part of a benefits package, many workplaces uh, provide individuals out there, and people may not know this, they, they may have access to this, they provide them with coverage for short-term and long-term disability. And so people, naturally, who are becoming disabled from working because of the psychological impact of COVID-19 and, and other issues, uh, they apply for long-term disability and they get denied. They get denied for a whole slew of reasons, John illegitimate reasons in many instances and why it's important is because many of these people walk away from these claims thinking that you know well I was denied it is what it is not realizing that they have options at their disposal that in fact they are owed money a lot of money potentially from their uh, insurance companies 
Now, keep in mind that if you have short-term disability, that may cover you. That may cover your income up to 80%, sometimes even 100% of your income. Long-term disability coverage usually is about two-thirds of your income. I've seen it as high as 70 or even 75% of your income. Wow. Uh, but generally, it's about 66 67% of your income, which, of course, for many people will be a lot more than the CERB benefit that we have now. So again, the message out there is that many people are being impacted across the country and we help them day in and day out. We educate people on this show, on the TV show. And, and you know, John, it's important for people who are listening now for the very first time to understand this may not be applicable to you. You may not be suffering from these issues, but you may know someone. You may have a family member, a colleague, a friend, someone who is suffering from the psychological effects of COVID-19, or maybe even from some other issues, whether there's a physical issue here, a physical illness or an injury or other yeah. psychological issues. If you've been denied or cut off long-term disability, you should be contacting us. You should be listening to this show and empowering yourself and understand exactly what your options are. That number, by the way, to reach out uh, and contact Albert Savan, member of the team, do it, 1-855-821-5900. Again, it's help at disabilityrights.ca. And if you have any questions outside of the hour that we do the show, you can uh, you can field those anytime and get them answered rather quickly by a member of the team. That is my disabilityquestions.com again mydisabilityquestions.com you can go there you can actually search uh, your question there's a history a database there of previously asked questions it's pretty lengthy it's pretty robust so have a look there first see if your question has been answered in depth and completely if not leave it there and it will get answered again mydisabilityquestions.com Albert want to get to you here in just a minute we got lots more to get through including the three reasons for hiring the firm to Help you fight your long-term disability and sure, don't be bashful, don't be shy. Reach out anytime, ask your questions. Again, help at disabilityrights.ca and 1-855-821-5900. Lots more coming up right here on the Disability Law Show. The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome back, Disability Law Show. Hope you're uh, enjoying the show. Join us every week at this time and uh, get your fill of information when it comes to disability law. Don't rely on a friend or a neighbor or Google. You want to come to the source. This is it. Reaching out, by the way, one 821 5900 and help at disabilityrights.ca. Guys, lots of stuff to get through here. Albert joining the show for the first time from the firm. Savannah, Albert, uh, give us a little background. What's uh, Where do you come from? How are you? Hi there. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, man. So, so I'm from Vancouver originally, and I'm a lawyer that practices in both British Columbia and Ontario. I've been doing this for a number of years years now, and disability is probably about 95% of my practice. I've written many articles on the subject, and at any one point, I might have about 80 to 100 clients who have been cut off or denied disability benefits, which is pretty astronomical. It's, uh, it's a shame that there's that many people who are constantly being denied. And in the past few years, I've found some great success in getting insurance companies to pay for these denials. So if anyone ever has any questions, I'm always happy to take a call free of charge. Uh, but I did want to quickly touch on that Toronto Star article. Very interesting stuff to them. And what I've noticed is that, that, is that there is actually an increase in a lot of these psychological denials. And really, these insurance companies aren't taking them seriously. We're seeing these denials time and time again, and we're actually seeing more of them as COVID kind of ramps up. Unfortunately, there's still a prejudice when it comes to these psychological claims. And I think the insurance companies think 
that because it's something that you can't prove with a simple test, that they might as well just cut people off or deny them. And so we can help these people. We can help you. If you have psychological claims, just call us, and it's free of charge. We'll speak to you at any point. And they always like to use the phrase that they're sorry that you're experiencing some issues or sorry that you have depression, but that from their review of the file, that your symptoms are simply not of a severity that would prevent you from performing the essential duties of your own occupation. They try and make this very wordy. You don't really know what the essential duties of your own occupation are. Neither do they. They don't speak to your doctors. Sometimes they don't even know how often you're getting treatment. How could they possibly know what your capacity to work is? So if you're feeling psychologically unable to work, the point is uh, that you should be calling us. And if you have the support of your doctors, you definitely have a case. You should be being approved for benefits, period. No question. So definitely call us. Again, that number, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Yeah, Albert is uh, is bang on, Savannah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, it's. Uh, I'll tell you, not a day goes by that uh, Albert and I don't exchange either emails or talk in person. Now, of course, we uh, we can't talk in person face to face because of social distancing, but on the phone, and and we're just amazed, just amazed, uh, to what length insurance companies will go to basically leave people on their own, to to not cover them, to not pay them what they are owed. And Albert is right. They, they you know, when they deny your claim, they write you this this letter or this email, and they'll make it look very official, right? It's going to be a lengthy letter, and at the end of it, after they've concluded that they're not going to pay you for this reason or not, sometimes they list a bunch of reasons, and of course you disagree with those reasons as you're reading them, uh, they'll invite you to appeal that denial. So, so John, that leads me actually to an interesting case that uh, that came across my desk earlier last week, and I want to get Albert's thoughts on it as well. So, this is an individual from Vancouver, actually, uh, who has been on long-term disability for almost two years, and around that two-year mark, we're going to talk about that a bit more, what that means, that two-year mark for long-term disability, she was cut off disability. And uh, she then appealed that decision, as many people do. Right, because when you get that yeah. letter of denial or cutoff, you're told you can appeal. So people think, oh, maybe I have a chance of persuading the insurance company to reverse course. Of course, that's futile, and and oftentimes people end up, you know, going in circles and wasting a lot of time and getting frustrated. And again, that's one of the tactics, one of the strategies insurance companies use to shake you off claim, to make you go away, so they can keep the money they owe you. So this individual here called us because of two issues. Number one. She was inquiring as to whether it would make sense for her, after getting denied her appeal, to appeal a second time. That's number one. And number two, she's concerned about her job. She, she, you know, there's some rumblings where she's working that she may be let go from her job. Right. And of course, John, as we try to tell people, you know, we uh, we do both employment law and disability law at our firm, at all our offices in Ontario and in BC, and that's crucial to understand. Very important. Because many people who are disabled will have issues with their employment, with their employers that we can help. And many people who have employment issues will, of course, develop certain psychological symptoms, anxieties, disabilities, or other such issues, and then get denied from their long-term disability insurance so we can help them. So in any event, with this with, with, with this lady here, uh, she wanted some advice as to whether or not she should actually engage that second appeal process. So you know what, John? I'll throw it to Albert and see what he thinks about that as to whether or not she should actually do that appeal or 
Uh-huh. Again, what we say here on the show, engage the more uh, a certain route of forcing yeah. the insurance company to pay, which is the legal route. Albert, what do you think? Well, for all our regular listeners here, I know uh, you'll know that we definitely say that you should never be appealing. And we mean never because we find 99% of the time you're just wasting your time. It's an artificial process that the insurance companies have unfortunately created to delay your claim and to make you feel like you have options at your disposal. But really what you're doing is you're appealing to the exact same entity that originally denied you in the first place. The chances are that they're going to overturn their previous decision or someone wants to say, some adjuster wants to say, hey, I actually made a wrong decision the first time, uh, so now I'm going to uh, now correct the decision. It's very, very slim. So really you're playing on their turf, and that's what they want. By suing, you're, you're playing on your own turf. You control the process, and they hate that. They absolutely hate that. Uh, and another reason that they actually hate it is because it actually costs them more money. Now they have to hire another lawyer to actually look at what is this going to cost them from a legal perspective. And that's what they don't like. And that's usually what makes them pay. So you have to be calling someone right away to find out what your legal options are. And we recommend starting a legal claim as soon as possible because appealing only is going to, de- only going to delay everything. I find time and time again, I have clients which ask me right at the outset of their claim. And I never like to pressure people to sign up with us or to, Uh, necessarily start a legal claim. I am pretty adamant that they shouldn't start an appeal, but I say you don't really lose anything other than time. But you end up often losing five or six months of time. And then these same clients come to me five or six months later saying, I wish I started the process five or six months later. And there's nothing we can really, or earlier, sorry. And there's nothing really that we can do there. So uh, once again, Never appeal, and you should be starting a legal claim as soon as possible. I can't be more clear or adamant about that. Guys, we'll take a short break. We've got so much more to get through here. In the meantime, you want to reach out and uh, do so. Don't uh, don't hesitate. It's really, really easy. It's a one 821 5900 The email is help at disabilityrights.ca, and you can simply go to the website disabilityrights.ca as well. Lots more of the Disability Law Show is on the way. Stand by. The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back, Disability Law Show, and uh, thank you for sticking around and joining us this week. Anytime you want to reach out further, disabilityrights.ca. While you're there, you can catch past shows and link to our television show as well. And welcoming again to our uh, listeners in Vancouver, thank you for joining us. Help at disabilityrights.ca is the email address, and anytime, write it down, keep it toll-free, 1-855-821-5900. Albert, you uh, you have something else to discuss before we move on to the uh, three reasons for hiring the firm to help you fight your LTD insurer. What's uh, what's going on, pal? Well, well, thank you. Yeah, I'm dealing with a case that I found very unique and interesting just on the basis of how they actually denied my client. And my client was suffering from some very, very bad anxiety and depression. And of course, she came to me because she was denied benefits. And the insurance company's basis for their denial was because she was brutally honest with them about how often she took care of her kids and whether she was actually driving them to school, uh, whether she was buying groceries and cooking for them. And of course, these were things that she just had to do. She didn't have a choice. She doesn't have money to hire anyone else. 
And on that basis, they believed that she was functional and able to do her job. In fact, they also conducted some surveillance of her buying groceries, driving to the pharmacy, carrying those same groceries. And this is what they really used as the crux of their denial. And I couldn't believe it. Even, even given what I see on a daily basis, using the fact that someone's taking care of their kids as a basis for denial is completely wrong and completely surprising. And an insurance company is going to lose in court if they end up trying to rely on that. That All of that being said, it's very good to be mindful of what you're doing in other aspects of your life and know that these types of things could be used against you. So if you do seem very, very functional in your everyday life, you need to be mindful of that. Uh, a good example here is if you're claiming that you do have physical injuries and let's say you ha- you're saying that your shoulder prevents you from going to work, if all of a sudden they conduct some surveillance of you playing golf for 18 holes, that's not going to look very good. So you want to be mindful of these types of things and be mindful of the fact that they could be conducting some surveillance and use that against you. All of that being said, if you know that you can't work and you have the medical support, irrespective of the fact that they've filmed you or, or talked to you about doing regular everyday things such as going and getting groceries, you still do have a claim. So you need to keep that in mind. You need to contact us and you need to speak about what your legal rights are. John, this actually reminds me of uh, a case that uh, James Fireman, one of the partners in our group, uh, handled a few years back. Uh, And it involved a a lady with a famous name, although it's not the famous lady that you're going to think of. Uh, The client's name is Sandra Bullock, but it's not the Sandra Bullock. It's, It's a different lady. And uh, and James actually had a case uh, with her against her insurance company that was reported in the news. So if you were to go and type in uh, Sandra Bullock and then James Fireman, who was the lawyer here, uh, you you will see it come up. And and essentially, it, it was a $5 million lawsuit against the insurance company for denying this lady's claim. And the basis for the denial was because she provided round-the-clock uh, round care to her severely disabled son. So, in, in other words, the insurance company said that because you are providing care to your son, therefore you are not disabled from working, which is a ludicrous proposition, absolute ludicrous. And guess what? The insurance company backed off as soon as we got involved, and this went to the media. All hell broke loose, uh, uh, broke loose, and and the insurance company capitulated. They walked it backwards, and they ended up paying this lady exactly what she's owed. So that's the message Albert is sending here, and we're sending. Don't simply take at face value what the insurance company is telling you if they're denying your claim. You have to understand and learn your rights. If at that point you choose not to do anything about that, that's your prerogative. But at least give us a call or email us. Let us talk to you, again, at no charge, just to explain to you what your options are, and then you can make an informed decision. The number, by the way, is one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Keep that with you to get a hold of a, a member of the team, be it Albert or Savannah or anybody else. The website disabilityrights.ca and mydisabilityquestions.com is yet another resource for you to ask your questions uh, anytime. Guys, three reasons for hiring our firm to help you fight your long-term disability insurer. This is not just self-promotion. This is actually boiled down to and from a matter of fact. I know you've done your, your research on this one's event. Yeah, absolutely, John. This is really, really important. 
First one is this. Uh, once you hire us, I'm throwing myself in there even with no law degree. Uh, once you hire us, we do the talking. This is important. We deal with your insurer to allow you to focus on your health. This, I know you've mentioned this one in the past that, you know, give people all the breakdown about, you know, what the compensation they could be owed and how they've rightly uh, been, you know, cut off insurance. And the one thing that bleeds through is like, no, no, forget all that. Wait a minute. I don't have to talk to anybody anymore. That's really what brightens their day, really. That's a massive, massive uh, thing to consider here. Uh, I've had intakes, meaning when I've spoken to people for the first time in person, on the phone, via email even, and I explain to them their rights, and I explain to them that they're owed tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars that we can you know, force the insurance company to pay them. And at the end of the conversation, at the end of the conversation, all they've heard really is that you know, once once we get into the picture, the insurance company adjuster can't communicate with them directly anymore. In other words, all they get out of it is that peace of mind that, oh my God, you're telling me I don't have to take that phone call from this adjuster who's abrasive, who's abusive, who's aggressive, and all that? You know, for them, it's peace of mind. And this is what you need to understand. When we step into the picture and deal with your insurance company, we are dealing, we are the wall now between you and the insurance company, but we're not just the wall, we now push back. We now go on the attack to make sure that the insurance company pays you what you are owed. And the reason that's important, obviously, is that you get to focus on healing. You get to focus on getting better. And it's, when I say you, it's not just the disabled person, John, it's the family. Because oftentimes, when the disabled person is, is, you know, their anxiety shoots up and their depression increases because of dealing with the insurance company, the whole family feels it. The kids feel it, the spouse, the parents, whoever it is the person is dealing with. So this is key. Once we get into the picture, we take over all communications with the insurance company, and then they have to contend with us. And trust me, they don't like dealing with us. Albert, before we take a quick break, what do you think about that? I agree. We are we are definitely here to uh, step step in step in your shoes and avoid you from having to uh, deal with them. I think that one of the largest points of anxiety is constantly having to deal with the insurer, ha- have them consistently tell you or tell or suggest that you may be lying, and we take all of that off of your hands. And I think that's one of the nice parts uh, about hiring a lawyer is just not having to deal with the insurer on a day-to-day basis. And a lot of times that's really what's contributing to people's negative mental health. And yeah. just being able to focus solely on your health, I think is usually about most utmost importance to my clients. And one of the things that they always typically say that they find is has been the best about hiring a lawyer. So... We are talking about the three reasons for hiring our firm to help you fight your long-term disability insurance. Number two and number one are coming up. First of all, we'll take a short break and then bounce over to a bunch of your emails. That, by the way, is help at disabilityrights.ca. The email address, this is a disability law show. Lots more on the way. The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome back, Disability Law Show here on the uh, Global News Radio. You want to reach out any time to the uh, to the uh, firm? No problem. One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. The email is help at disabilityrights.ca. Any other questions you want to type them in and not uh, make a phone call? You can do that. The option is my disability questions. 
Com. And, guys, we're going to get right back to it here. The three reasons for hiring our firm to help you fight your long-term disability insurer. Number two reason is this. We have the experience, reputation, and firepower to take on your insurer. That is key because, as we know, Savannah, you've mentioned this. James has mentioned this, and I'm sure Albert will also uh, concur. That sometimes, uh, you know, the insurance company will look at the last page of the claim and go, oh, <laughs> that's who we're fighting? Okay, this should be simple. But not the case with you guys, right? You just took the words out of my mouth, John. That's exactly true. You know, for for anybody new who's listening, my background is uh, insurance defense, which means that when I started my career as a lawyer, I actually used to work for insurance companies. That was my training. Years and years ago, I switched sides, and I don't represent any insurance companies anymore, haven't for many years. Same thing with Albert. Uh, and it's important to understand that an insurance company, when they see an opponent on the other side, a lawyer, and it's not just with disability, it's any kind of law. If you have sure. a car accident claim, an injury claim, whatever it is, they are assessing your claim not only on the merits of your case, meaning the disability you have, the injury you have, your rights and all that, they are assessing who is representing you. Because if they see a name they recognize, if they see a name that is not afraid to take this all the way to a judge, not that these cases you know, usually go before judges, generally insurance yeah. companies hate going to court, they hate it, it's too risky for them, they're very risk averse, uh, but they will look at who's representing you. And, and you know we've developed a certain niche, a reputation. You know in Ontario you have various law firms who say that they do long-term disability law, and some of them in fact do focus only on disability law. We're not the only ones. I think we're one of the better ones, but we're certainly not the only ones. In Vancouver, in BC, there are very few lawyers and law firms that actually have a focus or a specialization in disability law. Right. And, and you know, let me give you an example. If you need heart surgery, you're not going to go to your dentist. You're, gonna go, you're not even going to go to an optometrist. You're not going to go to any other doctor except to a heart doctor, a cardiologist, uh, a physician that has a specialty and a focus in what you need help with. Same thing with law. Law is specialized. Gone are the days when you can go to a general practitioner and, and, and expect to get the same level of proficiency and results as uh, you know when you used to back then, you know when everyone did everything. It doesn't exist. So if you have a disability claim, you're dealing with your insurance company, you better make sure you have someone representing you that the insurance company recognizes because that will, that will affect, I'm telling you, I'm telling you from experience, it will affect how much money you will end up with at the end of the day. And that's crucial. I can tell you that Albert has had the experience as well. You know, th th when he first started years and years ago, uh, you know, again, nobody knew him, just like no nobody knew me. Now, when he walks into a room or when he deals with an insurance company, not only does he know the other side, the lawyers that work for insurance companies, not only is there that respect, but the adjusters from the insurance companies who show up to actually negotiate the settlement know him. They know he will not compromise. They know that our firm does not compromise on our clients' rights, and that goes a long way. It, it simply does, you know? We don't work on the idea of volume. We work on the idea of quality and results, and that, the reputation that is built from that, you know, ends up uh, working for, for, for every client that retains us because they get use of that, and, and, and they, they really get to benefit from the fact that we are a known quantity for the insurance industry. Albert, you must have had some experience with that. But lawyers have commented to you that they know our law firm very well, and and you know they understand that we advance serious claims. Absolutely, absolutely. This industry is very, very small, and there's only a small handful of lawyers 
on both the plaintiff and defense side, we're almost exclusively practicing long-term disability law. And so because the industry is so tiny, you run into the same lawyers over and over again. And if you do have a good reputation, it pays in spades. I can't count how many times I've been able to reach a very quick, but also very, very good resolution because I knew the lawyer on the other side. They know us, they know me, they know how we handle claims, and they know that it's gonna cost them more money if they wanna fight this down the road. So I can't agree more. Yeah, you know, John, I just want to actually say something about Albert's mentioning the quick settlements. Every case is different. Yeah. But, you know, you hear, people out there hear about cases going on for years and years and years and years. You know, and justice delayed is, is no justice at all, you know, because at the end of the day, you're owed money now. You need to pay your bills. And, and one of the things that I think differentiates us from many other lawyers is that when, when you sign up with us and, and when, we, when we say we're going to help you, and incidentally, we can't tell everyone we can help them because not everyone has a case. We're very truthful in our assessments. But if we tell you we ha you have a case and, and you sign up and, and we start doing the work, your case does not get put on a shelf and starts gathering dust. Your case gets worked on immediately. And that, unfortunately, is not what happens in every office out there. I can tell you that from experience, having worked in other offices, having friends who work in other offices, we take this seriously. And for us, if we can get a resolution within days or weeks, to us, that is, you know, that's, that's, that's the goal. That's the objective here. And, and, you know, for clients, can you just imagine somebody who has no income coming in and has bills to pay for, has to pay for food, has to pay for whatever else, especially now during COVID? I mean, it's crucial. Time is crucial. We understand that. I wish more lawyers out there understood that same concept. Guys, we'll take a short break. Get to the uh, number one reason of the three reasons for hiring our firm to help you fight your long-term disability insurer. That's coming up. In the meantime, you want to reach out, do so. one 821 5900 for more of a, a private conversation. No dumb questions. Just ask. It's just that simple. The guys will pick up the phone and, and talk to you. The email address is help at disabilityrights.ca. This is a disability law show. Global News Radio. The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Disability Law Show, welcome back to it. You want to reach out to phone number, easiest way, toll free, 1-855-821-5900. Go to disabilityrights.ca, the website, catch past shows and links to our television show as well. And the email address, which we will get to here in just a couple minutes, help at disabilityrights.ca. Guys, the uh, third and final reason for hiring our firm to help you fight your long-term disability insurer is this. It won't cost you a cent upfront, a cent to upfront to hire us. Uh, we get the money from the insurance company, and only then do we get paid. So explain how that works, man. So this is a, this is an interesting concept because you know in the personal injury world you you see commercials all over the place, especially in the states, but in Canada as well. You know we don't get paid until you get paid, and in the disability world that's not always the case, and it's not always the case because there are many lawyers out there who say that they can help you to fight you know fight your long term disability insurer, but they don't yeah. really do this for a living and and that means that they'll ask you for a retainer up front they want you to cough up money up front we've seen this happen time and time again that's not the way we operate it's really simple if we tell you you have a case we actually don't get paid until the insurance company sends a check it's that simple 
So in a way, if you think about it from a financial standpoint, we're in the same boat as you are. And that gives our clients certainty and it also gives them you know, the, the, the comfort of knowing that there's no extra expense here. There's no extra expense in having to pay this lawyer while I am not getting paid. And that's something that you don't necessarily see that often, no matter what kind of law you know you, you do, whether it's family law, real estate law, whatever, lawyers want to get paid. Uh, but we understand, we understand the pressure that people have. The other thing is this, there is a certain urgency to an individual who needs money from their insurance company. We understand that. Well, how about this? If you don't get paid and we don't get paid, we also have that urgency, right? We want to make sure that our interests align with yours. But that also leads us to another discussion, which again, Albert has had with clients, I've had with individuals out there who've contacted me. We are not going to tell you that you have a case unless you have a case. There are many lawyers out there, I know some of them personally, who will tell you you have a case because they think they can make a quick buck off of you. Not many lawyers are like that, but there are lawyers like that, unfortunately. And that should not be the case. It should be upfront with you. We try and do our best to give you the best assessment that we can, again, free of charge. So it costs you nothing to understand your rights. And, and you need to understand that you know, when you come to us, it doesn't take us you know, weeks or months to assess if you have a case. We can often do it within that first phone call, within literally a few minutes of talking to you on the phone. Albert, you do this on a daily basis. You know, maybe you want to you wanna talk about this, but I'm sure the clients ask you, how much is it going to cost me? And, and you know, have you ever told them you got to pay me right now for doing this? Never, right? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, it's always a free of charge consultation right at the outset. So no one's committing to anything right when they talk to us. We tell them what their options are. We tell them whether they have a case. In many instances, unfortunately, people don't, but often they do. And then it's up to them to decide whether or not they want to proceed with the legal claim. So really, there's no commitment. By the way, John, one of the other things to consider is, and we talk about this all the time, sometimes you don't have a case right now, but you know, your feeling, your spidey sense is telling you that you may be cut off in the near future yeah. uh, off right. of benefits. Again, we encourage people to call us. It's better to be proactive. Maybe we'll tell you, you know, you need to do X, Y, and Z in the event that you get cut off. No different than an employment situation. You know that, you know, the situation is going downhill with your employer, with your manager, or whatever. We can advise you on that the same way with insurance companies. We can advise you on what you need to do, and that's going to position you in a much stronger way down the road to claim those benefits, to start that legal claim, and pressure the insurance company. So be proactive. Even if you don't have a case right now, you may have a case later. It's better that you know what your options are in advance than having to scramble down the road when you get cut off. Let's get to uh, an email here with the remaining couple minutes of, uh, of this uh, particular segment. Guys, uh, dip into this one. Help at disabilityrights.ca. Geneva says, uh, my sister was cut off her long-term disability claim while she was still in the own occupation period after one year because her adjuster said that their internal review showed that she could do her work, but her job is very technical and requires her to use her hands. She suffers from severe osteoarthritis. She's 58 years old. I don't understand why they're cutting her off because it's really bad because she has no other means of supporting herself. She lives alone and she's in the process of appealing her decision, but with the permission, I am writing it to you for uh, for some advice. Please give her suggestions on what to do. 
Well, Geneva, first of all, thank you for contacting us on behalf of your sister. This is an example, John, of somebody who cares for a loved one and reaches out to us. And it happens time and time again, so it's great. Geneva, here's the, here's the thing. Just from your email, I can tell you that your sister has a claim. She should not proceed with an appeal. It's a waste of time. The insurance company will most likely maintain their position. She's going to waste time. She's going to get frustrated. She's going to have no money. Trust me, it's much better to start a legal claim right now specifically because she has a you know a known illness osteoarthritis is something we know about this is not an unknown like like covid was a few months back you know and, and the other thing is this john very very important she mentioned own occupation again for new listeners in the ltd world to get benefits for long term disability through your through your insurance company for the first 2 years the test is can you do your own occupation the essential tasks of your own occupation highlight the word own Okay, beyond the two-year mark, in the vast majority of policies, the test changes. Now it becomes: Can you do any occupation for which you are suited for by training, education, or experience? So it's a it's a slightly more difficult test to meet. Own occupation versus any occupation for which you're suited for. Many times we see people getting cut off during that change of definition date, where the insurance company says, "Yeah, you can't do your occupation, but you can do another occupation," which again, in many cases, it's nonsense, and we fight those and resolve them. But in a case like this, where she has a specific illness, osteoarthritis, she has to use her hands, she has medical support that says that she cannot work in her own occupation, no reason why the insurance company has cut her off, and frankly, no reason for her to appeal that decision, because she's just going to prolong the agony. The better thing to do, let us talk to her, Geneva. Again, it's going to cost her nothing. Trust me when I tell you, when we finish that conversation, she's going to know exactly what her options are. She's going to know exactly what the insurance company's weaknesses are. And she's going to understand how it is that she can force the insurance company to pay her what she's owed in a fraction of the time that it would take her either through an appeal process or maybe not at all if she doesn't engage us. Geneva, appreciate the email. You know that address. Now, here's make the phone call at this number, one 821 5900 Donna, stand by. Your email is coming up next. Appreciate you sending that along just a few moments ago. We'll get to it here on the Disability Law Show on Global News Radio. The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Disability Law Show, right back at it here. Let's see what we can uh, get done in our final five minutes for this week. Appreciate all your contributions. The uh, phone number, by the way, one 821 5900 disabilityrights.ca, and then help at disabilityrights.ca is that email address. Donna, as promised, you're up next. Says, uh, guys, my sister suffers from high levels of anxiety and depression. She is a 27-year-old graphic designer, and before COVID, she was making close to $100,000 a year. She's been on long-term disability for about six months now, and COVID has exacerbated her psychological illness. The first insurance doctor she saw agreed with her psych- a psychologist that she can't go back to work anytime soon, but then the insurance company got another psychiatrist who disagreed with both of them and said that she should be able to work or even go back with the, within the pan- or with the pandemic. The adjuster said that her benefits will end at the end of July should she appeal that decision. I'm going to step out here first and say no. You guys can take over the rest, right? <laughs> That's right, Albert. Do, do you want to? Yeah, go ahead. That's very succinct and uh, very on point. The short answer is definitely no. 
I know Savannah and James have stressed this before, but please, please, please do not waste your time with appeals. But when we're assessing your case, really this boils down to how do you feel and what are your doctors saying? If your doctors are saying that you can't work, then you definitely have a case. You absolutely have to keep that in mind, that insurance companies are always going to hire their own doctors to fit their own agenda. Here we see that case in point. They hired their, their own doctor right at the outset who agreed with your doctor. They didn't like that. Then they hired another doctor, albeit a psychiatrist, who finally disagreed and helped their case or helped their agenda to cut you off. You need your own doctor support, period. There's no support. There's no substitute for this. And definitely do not appeal. Please call us right away. You can call us free, free of charge, uh, and we'll advise you as to what your rights are. Please do not, please do not appeal, Donna. Yeah, I mean, we keep stressing the, 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 you know, not to appeal. And again, some people may, may think, well, yeah, of course you guys don't want people to appeal. You want them to just hire you. Listen, if you don't, you don't trust us, go ahead and appeal and see how that works out for you. But John, we get people calling us saying, I wish I had followed your advice. I mean, I get that every single week. So, you know, it's people's decision what they want to do. You know, but in this case, with Donna's sister, what's interesting to me, you know, the insurance company, think about it. They didn't like the opinion of the first doctor they hired, so they went doctor shopping. How do you think that will look to a judge if this ever, ever ends up in court? Now, get this. Insurance companies understand that it's going to look horrible. And they understand, but they are, what they're doing is they're playing a numbers game. You know, they're playing the odds. They're playing chicken with you. They assume you will not stand up for your rights or get someone who's going to stand up for your rights the way we do. And many people don't. Many people walk away. They walk away from money that is owed to them. And do a, do a rough calculation, you know. Donna's sister made close to hundred grand a year. If she's entitled to about $66,000 a year in, in disability, and she gets, you know, she's owed, let's say, for the next five years, she's just owed, uh, you know, the disability payments. Just do five times $67,000, $66,000. Just imagine the amount of money she should, she yeah. could be potentially losing because the insurance company had, you know, pressured her to walk away. Uh, so, so, again, the messaging is correct from Albert. The messaging is this. Do not take what the insurance company is telling you at face value. You have to get your own information to do your own research. And you, I'm not talking about going to Google. Do not go to Dr. No. Google. You're going to get a lot of false advice. This is what we're here for. Again, on this show, each and every week, we will take your questions. We'll take your calls. And you can email us to me and to Albert directly. You can call us. It'll cost you nothing to get this information. Savan, Albert, good stuff, guys. Uh, nicely done. We'll take it there for another week. You want to reach out to uh, these guys or James, Tamar, rest of the firm, do it. Don't uh, don't hesitate. Make that phone call toll-free anytime, 1-855-821-5900. The website, disabilityrights.ca. And for the next little while, I guess, uh, it's still active, covidrights.ca. Lots of information pertaining to the coronavirus there and how it affects you. And you want to use the email address that we use on this show, help at disabilityrights.ca. And then one final way for you to reach out, ask some questions anytime, called mydisabilityquestions.com. Till next week, thank you for joining us right here on the Disability Law Show on Global News Radio. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.